You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi everyone, your employment rights are as important to your job as the wages you earn. So don't let anyone stop you from spending time on them. This week, we're answering another frequently asked question, which has been asked by several of our listeners. The question came in several different forms, but in effect, what was being asked was, I'm being bullied by a clique of people at my workplace and I don't want to go back. How can they do this? And the answer to the question is so big that we have to do it in two parts. This week, we'll look at what clique bullying is and the impact that it has on you. And in the next edition of the podcast, we'll look at who the people are who are involved in clique bullying and what the bullies get out of treating you this way. So let's see how we get on. Clique bullying is different to person to person bullying. Person to person bullying is when you're bullied by an individual who basically just decides to make your life a misery. With clique bullying, a group of people band together to decide to bully a colleague at work. Now, the people in that clique can be joined together in a shared history, in that they all know each other and they all get along, and that anyone else, including you, trying to get into their space, is then treated as an outsider who has to prove themselves before they will be allowed into the inner clique circle. And sometimes, in the process of proving yourself to the clique, that clique will do a range of things to you, which is tantamount to hazing. Hazing is when you subject someone to bullying, harassment or ridicule as a form of testing their resolve or testing their emotional resilience or testing their loyalty to the clique. So, to be accepted into the workplace clique, you'll be expected to behave in a certain way, do certain things, absorb the bullying and even give certain things away as a way of demonstrating how much you want to be part of the clique. And whether you pass or fail these tests is not always dependent on how well you do the things or the actions that the clique want you to do. Because sometimes the actions have nothing to do with whether or not you will be invited to join the clique. Sometimes the actions are about testing how much pressure you will be prepared to take from the clique or how much pressure you will be prepared to hide from managers. In other words, what would that office clique have to do to you? How far would they have to push you before you decide to speak up or speak out about the treatment you are receiving? Bearing in mind that once you establish yourself as someone who will absorb this kind of treatment at work or as someone who speaks out about the treatment at work, you then become a long-term target for clique bullying. 
It's just that the bullying will become more sophisticated. And another reason that the clique will bully you without ever intending to allow you into the clique is for sheer entertainment purposes only. There are some people in your workplaces who just like to see you squirm. They like to see you upset and they like to see you in tears. It provides entertainment for them. So what kinds of things would cliques expect you to do as a way of bullying you or as a way of keeping you as a long-term target for their bullying? You could be asked to do someone else's work. Or you could be asked to cover for other people who don't want to be at work or don't want to do their work or might be taking a late lunch or doing something otherwise which they would not do if they didn't have you to cover for them. The clique might send you to Coventry as this form of silent treatment is known. Why Coventry is the name place chosen, we don't know. But what this means is that you could find yourself only being spoken to when managers are watching, as if to give the impression that everything's fine. But at other times, when other people are not watching, you will be given the silent treatment by the clique. The clique may also spread rumours about you or about your professionalism or even about the quality of your work. And they may even work together to block your progress in the organisation or in the business. All of this to get you to submit to the authority of the office clique who are intent on reducing you to demonstrating your service and your loyalty to the clique. So what might be your responses to this type of treatment? Well, it might surprise you, but one of the most common responses for victims of this kind of clique bullying is to go along with the bullying, even though you are a victim of hurtful and harmful treatment. You may go along because you really want the job and you feel that you should just ride out the pressure because eventually, well, they'll get fed up and they'll move on to somebody else. And then you will be able to settle into your job and do the work and have the experience that you came to the job to have. Or it may be that in the past you were part of a clique and as part of the clique then, you may feel that your ex-clique colleagues now might accuse you of bullying behaviour towards others as a way of ensuring that you remain collectively tied to the clique. Because once you're all collectively tied in, no one person can break out, including you. And that is irrespective of whether you were involved in bullying others. There are many workers who found themselves part of a clique only to see that clique bully others and then leave and then find themselves subjected to the same bullying to ensure their silence. And if that's your situation, then you may find yourself putting up with the bullying to prevent you being misrepresented or to prevent distorted allegations being made against you, which the clique may all join together to push so that it becomes you against them. Another reason you might not say anything is because of the genuine fear that you feel. It's not unusual to be afraid of your work colleagues and it's not unusual to see you both angry about the way you're being treated and fearful about the way you're being treated both at the same time. 
So you could be tolerating clique bullying because of anger and fear. You could also be tolerating the bullying because you are afraid of developing a reputation as a complainer, especially if you're new to the job and you want to make an impression, or if you have been bullied before or complained about bullying before. Or maybe you've moved jobs within the same company in response to a previous episode of bullying. And now you may feel that if you start complaining about bullying again, the company will begin to feel that it's you and not them. So you stay quiet in the hope that the bullying will stop or the clique will move on to their next target. And finally, you may put up with the bullying because you might just need the job and the money. This might be the only job you can get right now. Or you might not have anywhere else to go because the job is ideal for you with ideal hours, ideal work. And most of all, the job might just fit neatly into the rest of your schedule around things like childcare, for example. So for all these reasons and many more, you might stay silent in a job where you're being bullied by a clique of people who make your life a misery. In next week's episode, we'll look at who's doing the clique bullying and the real reasons why the clique may be bullying you. As we come to the end of this podcast episode, we want to say a big thank you to all of you who registered for our bullying surgery. We're going to have a blast. It's going to be such an amazing experience. We're sorry that we couldn't take everyone this round, but we will be hosting the surgery again in the second half of the year. If you want to be sure to secure your place for that surgery, keep listening to the podcast, but you can also sign up for our weekly employment rights newsletter at employmentrightsonline.com forward slash newsletter. We'll also put that link in the show notes for this episode. Just sign up and you'll receive the newsletter. And as we draw near to the surgery, we'll post that information in our weekly newsletters. And that's it for this week. What we hope you get out of this week's episode is a realisation that being bullied at work by a group of people is real, it's hurtful and it's harmful. And that if this is happening to you, the first step is to call it out for what it is. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.